Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello beauties, what's up and welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, your Fierce and Feminine BFF, and we are all about helping you access your inner queen energy here at Fierce Female Co. and helping you build a life of purpose and fulfillment. Guys, welcome to the show. My goodness, it's December. How did this happen? I I do love December. I'm a December baby. I'm a Sagittarius. It is my time to shine. I feel like it is social, things are happening, um, but I feel like December can be a stressful month for people and it can feel overwhelming. So I might actually do, I'm thinking about doing a podcast podcast episode just to support people through this Christmas period. So shoot me a DM at Fierce Female Co. if that resonates, if I should do that, guys. I just had that come up for me. Let me know. Okay, but this this episode I'm so excited about. Um, the beautiful Julie Drakowska, who has already been on this podcast before, actually. I think it was maybe episode, oh, maybe five or six. I can't quite remember, but she's just magical. She's so beautiful. Um, she's a, um, a medium and a channeler, and she's just a beautiful healing woman. And She's going to share with us today an energy update for 2021, some predictions, what we can expect and what we need to start to integrate from 2020 to 2021. So really, really cool episode. And I just thought this would be a really fun thing to do as we start to close off 2020 and think about and open up our minds to um, 2021 and what that might look and feel like for us. So super excited to bring you this episode, guys. And I thought I would also just share with you the fierce female tip of the week. But before I do that, a little bit of a life update. So I had my birthday, guys, the big three one, 31. Oh, my goodness. Even though I really don't care about age. But yes, 31 is the age I turned. And it was a really beautiful day. It was actually, I think, the first year. No joke, since maybe I've been about, I don't know, like, 12, like literally the first year that I can remember where I actually didn't organize something with a group of friends. Because normally my birthday, especially in Australia, it's the beginning of summer. Um, Everyone wants to, you know, go out and about and experience the sunshine. So I always, always do something for my birthday every single year with friends out in a bar, out somewhere, a party, out for dinner, whatever it is. But this year was the first year I was just like, no, I just really want to do just something a little bit more intimate, lunch with the family, dinner with the husband, things like that, just intimate, intimate, intimate. And it was just like, I was like, wow, Estelle, who are you? It was just really, (laughs) I quite liked it. So we went out for lunch. Um, Yeah, I had a beautiful day, actually went out for lunch with my mom and my sister, which was so cute in the sunshine. And then went out for dinner with my husband. And then we have another kind of seafood lunch happening on the weekend so just living it up and lots of eating guys 
but it's been really, really nice. And um, yeah, I can't believe like another year has flown. So, so excited to dive deeper into this episode so you can really start to do a bit of like reflecting and integrating and getting excited for your year ahead. So I wanted to share with you a fierce female tip of the week, and that is just a few journal prompts that I think is a really powerful and actually ties in really nicely with this episode. So I want you just to think about in your journal, and it doesn't have to be overly structured, but just what have been the lessons that you have learned from 2020? What has been the healing that you have done in 2020? And what have you released in 2020? Okay, so the lessons, what are the lessons you've learned? What's, what healing have you done in 2020? And what have you released in 2020? And how are you integrating those lessons, those healings into 2021? Because I think sometimes we can be very, um, especially as the new year starts to approach, we can be really kind of excited and inspired, which is awesome. But we kind of just like right off the year before and it was like, oh, 2019 was shit. Yay, 2020. 2020 was shit. Yay, 2021. But it's actually like, wait a second, like we're all going through our own journey. And so everything like aspects that transpired in the year prior is important and we need to integrate what we learned and certain levels of insights and education and awareness that came up for us so we can create a really fulfilling, beautiful and meaningful 2021. So I'd love for you guys to do those journal prompts and it's just a really nice reflective tool for you just to um, to bring up those those things that you have moved through and kind of just give yourself a bit of a pat on the back. Like amazing, you know, you've, able, you've been able to heal certain aspects, um, release certain aspects and learn lessons. Like if we aren't growing, then what's it all for, you know? So though, that's my Fierce Female Tip of the Week. And today's Fierce Female shout out is... Actually, it's a little bit different, guys. I am expanding my version of self-care and my like definition of self-care into like so many different realms. And <laughs> the bed, sleep time, linen. I'm seriously all about it right now. My beautiful sister actually gifted me. You know, when you just like, before I get into that, you know, when you get a present and it's something that you really want, it just feels so good, you know? <laughs> like my beautiful sister gifted me this gorgeous, gorgeous linen set from bed threads you can google it if you haven't heard of it already it's absolutely stunning and it's like this linen bed set and it's so beautiful i got it in like oatmeal and terracotta and it's just oh my god i feel like i'm on some like little luxe retreat in byron bay or something i absolutely love it and um yeah so she i've been feeling really really it's just been really nice feeling to go to bed and to i mean who doesn't love nice sheets but i just feel like it's really upped the ante with my self-care game and really just thinking of everything that I do as and how can I ritualize and I think I talked about this last time on the episode and making going to sleep preparing for bed a ritual and really kind of really recognizing that your sleep is so important like we literally spend a third of our life asleep and sleeping and so how can that be how can that be 
luxurious? How can that be comforting? How can that be delightful? You know, all of these things. So Bed Threads is a brand that I'm absolutely loving right now. I did also get the European pillow sets as well. So I'm so excited to get them in the mail. Uh, the little things, guys, bedwear. What? I never would have thought that would excite me, but this is this is where we're at. Okay, so I hope you enjoy. Make sure you check it out. You can check them out on Instagram as well. And let's get into this episode, the beautiful energy update with the beautiful Julie on all things 2020, integrating into 2021 and what we can expect in this beautiful year that is approaching us. Enjoy, beauties. Hello, everybody. What's up? And welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today, we have the beautiful Julie Drakowska here with me today. Julie is a natural-born medium, spirit channeler, and healer, and she is on a mission to help people live a more fulfilled and pain-free life. She is your modern-day channeling medium and healer, and also the host of Life Awkward Spiritually Raw podcast. And she is really just such a beautiful soul, helping people all over the world connect with a deeper side of themselves and holding the space for others to expand and transform welcome to the show julie hi gorgeous estelle thank you so much for that beautiful intro my absolute pleasure and you know you are the you are the first first guest that we have had on the show twice oh well i yeah. am privileged and very very grateful thank you for having me on today so excited to have this conversation with you. And we're going to do things a little bit different, um, which is going to be super fun. Julie, you're going to be sharing with us a little bit about 2021 energy updates and predictions. And I'm really excited to just dive into this because I think it's going to be a really powerful conversation for people just to start thinking about how they can prepare themselves and perhaps what to expect um, within, I guess, energetically, but also within themselves, what's coming up emotionally as we kind of um, come into another year. Beautiful. I love it. Yes. Exciting. But before we start, we have some rapid fire questions, but we're going to do some different ones for you because you did answer these ones before. So we've mixed them up. So Julie, because we have some restrictions on travel, what holiday destination are you daydreaming about right now? Oh, I would love to go to Mauritius. That would be my ultimate. The place I've always wanted to go. Just wow. I've actually you know, heard not I've heard beautiful things, but it's not I don't hear many people travel there. Yes, I think it's one of those destinations where it is um I think a lot of the rich and famous go, it's quite expensive, which is mm. probably why it's my fantasy, <laughs> not my reality. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, I I sit I sit by the water in my head a lot, but um yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. Okay, I'm going to absolutely Google it, put it on the vision board, going to yeah. check it out. Mm-hmm. So nice. And so what's what are you most excited about at the moment? What's making you feel excited right now? You know what? I'm really, really excited for some of the things that I've I got planned personally and professionally for 2021. So I think um, this year, like I've just been working and I've just been kind of like, um, trying to be there and support everyone. And so when I went on holidays, literally within like the first couple of days, it was just, okay, so this is what 2021 is going to look like for you. These are the things that you're going to plan. And it, it was effortless for me to plan those things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's kind of what I'm most excited about at the moment. So whenever someone says, Hey, so what's going for 2021? Like I can reel off all this stuff where beforehand, throughout 2020 when people are going so what's going on with you I was just like well I'm just trying to like hold space for everyone I can't really think about 
myself and I can't really think about what I'm wanting to plan because I've got no room. So um, at the moment, I'm sitting in a really good space for me. I love that. And isn't that so, isn't that so true? It's like when you take the time to just disconnect and get out of all the doing, you, you allow yourself to create space for the dreaming, for the planning, and for those more strategic things that, in, that are in alignment with you as opposed to just the hustle. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So easy to get stuck into that though, isn't it? Oh my God. Yeah. And I think, I think um, more so than ever, like 2020 has made people get stuck in it. So even Mm. though it was meant to be a year of pause and reflection, I think a lot of people did that, but I also think it then created a lot of cloudiness in people's head about what, what are they reflecting on? And is this correct? And is this right? Because to slow, to slow yourself down to that level, um, does does bring up stuff that needs to be cleared or healed yes. or worked on so it was it was definitely um a year that made people just almost like feel bogged down so i completely understand you know when when we talk about 2020 like if we go back and listen to all the stuff that even though people were excited that there was a pause period and a, and a time of reflection i think mm-hmm. that also brought about a heaviness that like you know now we're starting to feel okay it has to shift it's going to shift so absolutely and I'm excited to dive deeper into that a little bit before we before we get into some of the other questions because I think that's that's so important because it's important to reflect on 2020 I think in the lessons in order to then prepare ourselves and integrate our learnings for 2021 right it's not like the clock strikes 12 when we become a whole new person I mean that is kind of that could be possible if we wanted it to be but I feel like you know we have a duty to also understand um how we can integrate those lessons 100%. yep Okay, cool. So what is your favorite self-care practice that you're vibing right now? Well, for me, um, I feel like it's more about um, like not rushing around. Um, that's kind of like the self-care. So, and it's interesting, like I never used to kind of understand the terminology of self-care and rituals and stuff like that. Um, Cause I always felt like, oh, you know, I'm not, making my special tea or I'm not you know spraying rooms and stuff like that and I thought maybe I'm just not into that space but then I remember listening to your podcast with a particular lady and I'm sure you'll you'll remember her name I can't remember her name and she was talking about you know her ritual is like having a coffee and then just you know writing some stuff in her journal and it was like really simple Mm. rituals but she called them her rituals and she called them her self-care and I was like oh so (laughs) I'm looking after myself I am creating rituals I think for me, it's just being, to be honest. Like, I feel like yeah. I've now given my space time and I'm acknowledging myself that, um, that the way I do things is my version of self-care. So like, you know, I like I love waking up and grabbing a, you know, a coffee and then just kind of taking my time and getting ready and all that type of stuff. So I think that is the self-care for me is that I'm finally acknowledging that, um, that my time in how I operate as a human um, is is valid in this world and in this place. That's so beautiful. And I'm so glad you said that because I think self-care has, it's got this energy about it where it feels like it needs to be a certain way. And like self-care is so unique to everyone because it's really just about what are like, what are the things that you do that nourish your soul? And that can be like, I know for me right now, having slow mornings, like that to me is oh that feels really like I'm just like amplifying my self-care instead of like waking up and 
thinking about all these things. And even sometimes when you're doing a bunch of rituals, like, like I'm just in a vibe right now where it's like, I'm just going to tune into what I feel like doing and it doesn't need to be a lot. And sometimes it's like just daydreaming in, out the window and drinking a cup of tea. And that's, that's a beautiful form of self-care as well. 100%. Yeah. So I think it's so important. It's just like, it's just about the intention. It's just like creating that space for you. And yeah, that's, yeah. And like, another thing is like, I'm always cleaning the house. So mm, like I will vacuum every single day. Um, and it's not because like I'm a clean freak or have OCD like I have animals in the house I've got bunnies that are you know indoor and outdoor bunnies I've got a dog there's me and Ash so um, it just it's almost like as if Ash sometimes thinks it's OCD but for me it's like I like to make sure that before I start the day in a work perspective or have to kind of run out the door I just want to make sure that everything is clean Mm -hmm. uh, and the incense is on outside at the front of the house because then it feels like right this is, I'm, I'm caring for my family um, and the space I reside in. And that is a level of self-care. hundred percent. I am so with you. I'm so glad that you said that because I genuinely, for me, like cleaning is, it is a form of self-care, but it's almost like a preventative form of self-care, if that makes sense. Like I know if it's, it's not a space that I want to be in, that I'm not going to show up as the best version of me because I'm going to be too fixated and focused on things that don't feel good. Yeah. in that space you know and I think it can be quite um I think it can be quite cleansing as well like I don't know when I'm vacuuming vacuuming I'm just like you know, <laughs> cleansing everything like that's what you're doing you know you're cleaning up your space and then you feel clear in the mind 100% yeah 100%. yeah so good okay we could do like a whole episode on the self-care topic <laughs> <laughs> um well I would love to chat to you a little bit about Um, what actually what we're touching on before right like I think it's such a good opportunity now to just take a pause Mm -hmm. and um, think about some of the key lessons from 2020 and I'd I'd love if you could just share with us a little bit about I guess as a collective like what have you what do you think those lessons have been for us and um, and what has been your perspective yeah and I think for me, like the lessons that I feel like a lot of people um, took away with or possibly are still um, trying to process, um, it, it's almost like um, hitting them in different areas of their life. One is definitely career. So I feel like mm. um, the lessons when it comes to people's careers in 2020 is about what is it that you want to do with your life? Because career and jobs do take a lot of space from us uh, in our minds in our bodies um and so i feel like a lot of people were trying to figure out what are their passions and what are their desires and it's something that you know um we uh, as spiritual people probably harped on for a number of years about you know go and live your best life and do things that make you happy but i think this year has really shown people what does that actually look like and am i really happy in the job and that i'm doing and i think for a lot of people they've come to the realization that um, if they do want to do a job that's not linked to a hobby or a passion, that they've been okay with that. And they finally come to terms that they don't have to, you know, leave their job and go off and become entrepreneurs or start like a side business. So I think the lesson in the career aspect is that people are finding more contentment in the decisions that they make that make them happy from a work perspective. And then for other people, it has been like, now what do I do to start my business? Now what do I do to create my hobby into something that will um, bring me fulfillment? And it's no longer about 
finances anymore. So beforehand, it was about how do you make a lot of money doing the things that you love? And now it's like, how do you live a life that brings fulfillment, A, in your career space to start with? So I feel like that is a big lesson for people. And it was a lesson that needed to come about because I think in the past, um, whenever people have gone down the route of, I want to make, you know, a million dollars by the time I'm this age, you know, doing a job that I, you know, is part of my passion. A lot of people felt that they were failing um, or that they couldn't do it because it's such, a, the bar was set so high. Um, and that's not always, a, 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 you know, a good reflection of general life, if that makes sense. Um, so that's one aspect of what some of the lessons are in that, in that realm. The other aspect was about love, connections, friendships, all of that. So I feel like the lessons in that space is um, because 2020 was about reflection and self-reflection, taking some time out for yourself to understand who you are. Um, so a lot of people did healings. A lot of people, um, you know, went through counselling, whether it was through, um, you know, clinical or holistic, whatever the case may be, because I do feel that when we're sitting in that heart space and we're sitting to, to do with like love and connection, there was a lot of loss and a lot of grief, um, whether it was currently because of COVID, what was going on in the world, or whether it was just past grief and loss coming to resurface again. Um, because in order for us to feel like we can connect with other people or animals or the earth, we do need to feel a sense of release of burdens. So I think that's another massive lesson for people in 2020 is that when they sat with who they were and reflecting on that and then highlighted aspects in their relationships, be that love, family, friendships, colleagues, um, but mainly kind of talk, but mainly the relationship with themselves. So the biggest lesson from it for a lot of people is who am I? And then they began that journey to understand who who they were. Um, and so, which is why when we talk about 2021, um, we'll be talking a lot more about self-aware as the main theme for 2021, but we'll go into that in a bit more detail a bit later on. But um, those two are massive shifts and elements and lessons for people um, when we're talking about themselves and their connections. And then that then turned other people to kind of go so what else is going on in the world because we can sit back and watch the news um with you know what happens with you know america and um you know black lives matter and then obviously in the uk and you know they're now doing the vaccine the first people so um it's about this year making us be accountable for our thoughts and feelings but then also what are we going to do to contribute to making this world a better place. And it's not about going off and now joining the Peace Corps and saving the world. It's about the little things that you can do within yourself, with your connections, with, with your work, with the things that bring you fulfillment. Um, and those are the biggest lessons in how you're now going to contribute. Mm, I love that so much. That, mm. And I couldn't agree more with just my own, I guess, perception of what's been happening and also internally and with people that I spoke to and my clients because I feel like that first like what you touched on that fulfillment mm -hmm. like I, I, it's not just about the means and means to the end it's like what it what are you doing in your life that's actually bringing you fulfillment and the the thing that you spend the most of your time doing is that joyful for you 
and you know and not what not based on what someone else wants you to do or what society thinks you should be doing or how much money you should be making but just does that light you up mm-hmm. and I think sitting with some of those deeper questions and deeper themes that we've had to in 2020 because we've had the space to has mm-hmm. been confronting and overwhelming for people um, because it's like it's forcing them to see things in a whole new light and that can bring up a level of uncertainty and that's where I think it's so interesting seeing people making like big changes or even just small changes in their career like I know lots of people even just reassessing things and just being like wow like I used to work all the time whether it's my job or business like how can I start to shift that because that isn't the best use of my time that's not what lights me up and that gives really little energy and space for my family or the or other things that light me up too 100%. yeah yeah so it's interesting. It's like we have to feel that discomfort in order to start to look at other opportunities mm-hmm. um, and see things differently. But I definitely think that healing was something that I noticed massively. Like, it, you know, whether people decided to do the healing work or not, I feel like more people were open to it. But it's something that it was kind of forced upon us because you couldn't get away from it in terms of, you know, as easy as what you could do normally where you're everyone's really busy and their lives are really structured in a certain way where they hear it's like that we're turning everything into shit and <laughs> you got to sit with that and sit with how you feel <laughs> and look you know a lot of the health uh, in 2020 even though um the outward health was about like COVID, the physical element but a lot of the healing that people went through was more the the mental health the emotional traumas and so we'll we'll mm. you will see that shift in 2021 about physical health for people more so than anything else. Yes, yes, yes. Well, let's talk like about predictions and I guess what messages are you receiving that we might be we might be experiencing more of in 2021 and and how does the energy feel in 2021? Definitely. So, um so let's go with that health thing. So, with with 2021 when I sat with spirit, a lot of the the things that were coming up is that people will be moving um, into the space of starting to take better care of their body. So we've we've done like a number of years of mental health and 2020 has really highlighted the, the aspects that um, I guess where we thought we had it all together, but you know, we were literally were broken down on purpose. So we could rebuild. And mm-hmm. so that rebuilding is going to start to see us in 2021 focus more on um, health. So whether it's through exercise, through nutrition, um, through slowing down, but doing, you know, more with our family and friends and the people that we want to, to share our life with. So definitely it is about a time for self-awareness was the main thing that I got. And being self-aware is highlights where in your body do you need to nourish yourself? So that's kind of what it's all coming back to. So it's not about, oh, we're all going to like, you know, there'll be more ailments. It's just more about you taking better care of yourself and not running yourself into the ground, whether it's through through work or overcommitting yourself to parties or events and things like that. So from a health perspective, we are going to see ourselves doing a lot more for our physical body, which will then just naturally um, help the spiritual and the mental. 
Um, some of the other predictions, and I'll talk about COVID because that obviously links back to the health. So, you know, I kept getting that more so towards like around this March, April timeframe of next year, we should start to feel like we are in our version of new normal, whatever that might be. So whether it is, you know, not having to wear face masks, um, you know, uh, capacities in certain venues increasing and all that type of stuff, it'll it'll be what we feel like, okay, this is gonna be how it's gonna be for the, for the next foreseeable future for maybe the next 12 months or 18 months, right? Um, and then, it, then they're talking about how it builds upon that. So um, even to do with like the vaccine that kept coming up that, especially in Australia, that there were like three specific months that they kept talking about this vaccine with me and they kept saying like May, July and September. So um, I wasn't sure if it was just that we were going to get um, three different versions of the vaccine um, or that it was going to be released at different times um, throughout throughout the year um, but that it wasn't necessarily here to um, affect us in a negative way so the, that's not the intent that it's being created so I do think that the universe is looking out for us in some aspects um, but also to be mindful that you know there will be some side effects because we are humans and humans are creating this vaccine so it's not like the universe has dropped it down from the sky um, but it is trying to help us humans create a vaccine that will benefit um, you know the majority and so um, and I think I even had said in the past that you know go with your gut instinct so you don't have to take the first one that comes along you don't have to take the second one because there will be different versions of the vaccine but go with your gut instinct and you know speak to your your gp and your medical experts as to what's the right thing for you but i think it's important that we don't go into 2021 with a fear of the vaccine because i think that will create more havoc than um making us kind of understand what's going to work for us if that makes sense so yeah that's what they're talking about from the health perspective um and in saying all that keeping on that COVID space I mean travel um they kept saying that from about May onwards there was going to be um, a real positive shift um, when it comes to international and domestic travel and then that will just naturally um you know increase and you know we'll, we, we will get to a space where it'll feel like we're back to where we once were. And that, to me, it doesn't feel like it's going to be until about 2023. Um, so 2021 is about, I feel like also like, you know, making sure that we feel safe when we're traveling. So we may still be sitting in that space a little bit, but just to know that things are going to start to open up and there will be a feeling of, okay, this is moving forward. It's not that feeling of like, I don't know what's happening next, which is what we felt in 2020. Um, mm. So there's going to be some really positive shifts in that space um, and another massive shift um, that will help people kind of I guess feel stable as well in the world is how the um, the economic financial situation is going to be so you know with the property market they kept saying that um, from now until like May, June, it's really a, it's a positive time to sell property. Um, and it's still a good time to buy property, but a lot of people might be buying property from an uh, emotional perspective. So they're going to connect with their home, feeling like this is a place that they will be um, at for the next five or 10 years or might even be their forever home. Um, and then those wanting to buy property that's more an investment or first homeowners may wait until the end of next year because... Um, the housing market will stabilize a bit better and it won't be exuberant amounts because we are seeing 
quite a lot of um, property possibly um, selling for a lot higher than maybe it's asking price. Um, and that's just because people want what they want because they're buying off emotion. They're buying off, this is going to be something that we can stay in, you know, should the world, uh, you know, re-enter a COVID space, which I don't feel like it will, but that's how people are buying. So um, for those who are looking or have time up their sleeve to buy their first home, um, and it's not about wanting this emotional connection now with the home, then it's probably better to wait more so towards the later half of next year because there's also going to be some shifts even I feel like they kept talking about like legislative changes so I feel like there's going to be like more money pumped in to the development side of property not necessarily the already existing one so I even feel like there might be um, more money given to possibly first homeowners or developers um, to kind of like build outwards and build grander and bigger and things like that so that's kind of what kept coming up as well for next year but more so like from the second half of next year excuse me which is probably why we're going to see um already established homes being you know um reset in in their property um aspect and and selling for either asking price a little bit lower um and then obviously you've got a whole bunch of new property being built, which will be reasonably priced for the younger generation to finally get in to the property market. So we'll start to see that, which is a, which is really great for our um, financial stability as a country. Um, mm. But then also like with the job market, they kept saying that there are going to be a number of people who will um, create a side business or leave their current work and moving to their own business. So you'll start to see that small businesses will increase again. So COVID kind of shut down a lot, but I feel like there's going to be um, a lot more coming up and it's going to be more about um, servicing, like it's just like they keep saying like servicing humans. So I feel like a lot of the new businesses that are going to be opening up, it's no longer like well-being, wellness, which is what we had in the last couple of years. It's more about what what can I offer you to make your life more simple? What can I what can I give you that gives you flexibility? And what can I give you that allows you to be more open? So that's kind of what I feel a lot of the businesses or models will be kind of um, focused on in their theme. Um, but there's also going to be quite a number of job opportunities out there. But I don't think that we're going to have um, the like the balancing amount of people applying for those jobs um, or wanting those jobs. So um, I do think that people are going to be moving into 2021 in that career aspect, just being mindful and being possibly a little bit more pickier as to what they're wanting to shift into. um, Because I do think that 2020 made them reflect as to who they are and what they want to be or do you know, as time goes on. But I, I feel like the property market will eventually stabilise, but it feels like it's more towards like 2022. So I feel like we need the next probably like 15 months just to kind of uh, get back to our version of normal and have more of a, a balance of um, employment where there's people that can take those jobs as opposed to having a lot of unemployment at the moment um, or a lot of companies not being able to to service their business because they just don't have the right amount of people coming through. So that's kind of like the the financial side of things. So it's quite promising that, you know, that we are as a country, you know, that there's work 
um, and that we're making money um, and there's opportunities for people and, and more people are going to become entrepreneurial in their thinking, but their thinking is not anymore about, oh, how do I make a lot of money? It's more about how can I now be of service um, to humans, to the earth, to animals, whatever it is. And, and speaking about that, like one of the, the main um, themes of 2021, Spirit was saying like, you know, if you, if you want to make the most of 2021, then align yourself with either um, charities or organizations or causes that um, talk about animal welfare and that, you know, uh, are here for human rights. Um, so it's not necessarily about, um, you know, global warming and things like that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't look at that if that's kind of what you're wanting to do, but um, to make the most of, of this year, if, if we can start to focus on, you know, the human rights and, and what we need, the, the basis and the basic stuff that we need as humans to survive and to feel connected. And then also, you know, animal welfare, whether it's um, you go for organic, um, you know, meats and so forth, or, you know, you don't eat meat, whatever the case may be, like everyone's preference is different. But they're saying if you can make those small shifts and changes, that will directly help um you know, the global warming and the climate change and the earth and, and trying to heal it as opposed to um, just focusing on it. Because I feel like sometimes when we focus too intently on an issue that we want to fix, it becomes too much of a talking point and not an actionary point. So they're saying, don't focus on the earth so much. Let's focus on the things that has affected the earth and come together through, you know, compassion and kindness. And then that will allow the earth to continue to heal itself because your, your idea of trying to fix the earth isn't working because no one is really actioning it because there's just too many opinions and too many thoughts and too many processes and things that need to kind of take place. So they're saying, let's look at things in a, in a different way. Um, and that's even like, you know, with the theme of 2021, it is all about becoming more self-aware. So if that for you is following more of a spiritual journey, and when I say spiritual, I just mean, you know, that you connect with yourself, that you um, may meditate or you might do yoga, or you might go for a walk, or you might allow your mind to be open to philosophies that you probably were closed off in the past, um, or you want to learn more about, you know, history and scriptures and, you know, um, different places around the world. That's all part of a spiritual journey because it's it's nourishing the soul. It's what is bringing the soul joy. It's not just about what's bringing the human form joy. It's kind of like opening up and expanding your awareness of of everything. So it's like uh, that's really important. People understand that when if you hear spiritual people talking about you know we're going to a, a different um, dimension or we're ascending and all this type of stuff. Um, not to be scared of those words. It's it's about you being aware enough that there is something that you should be um, searching for and for your own interest, for your own research, for your own knowledge. That's kind of what the theme is. It's like so spirits like ask questions. Don't don't just kind of be like, oh, okay, so we're ascending and and oh, that's all exciting. And then you don't do anything with it. Like spirits going, no, ask your questions, do your own research, see how how it feels for you um, because that's going to allow you to really move into 2021 um, without feeling confused because you're, you're on your journey and your path. It's almost like, you know, 2021 is about forging out your own pilgrimage as opposed to going on a pilgrimage 
um, you know, across the world and looking at artifacts and, and, you know, experiencing those holy sites. It's saying, you know, you're holy within yourself. So start your own pilgrimage of what that looks like for you. And eventually you'll be taken most likely to different sites within either your country or around the world that allows you to feel that divine energy within you. And that's kind of what they're wanting 2021 to be about. Um, so that's kind of some of the predictions mm. that I've got. That's so beautiful, Julie. I love that. And I feel like so much of it is like, and like we've had to integrate Mm. our lessons and understandings and we had to go through 2020 in order to then be able to embark on what the journey of 2021 will hold um and I think it's so interesting you were speaking about um you know people kind of going on their own like spiritual quest but really that's not outside of them that's within them and it's doing that deeper work that feels aligned with your values and what lights you up and I also really love how you were talking about that piece around service and contribution and mm -hmm. as opposed to just talking it's like what are the actions that you can start taking um, in order to see a change um, that may not be direct actions but will have indirect um, you know have an indirect response 100% and even like when when I was talking about the human rights like it could even be how you um think about people so you know just because you may not necessarily like someone's opinion that you saw on Facebook that doesn't mean that you now um, or that it's beneficial for you to sit there and write a comment that's that's hateful or to sit there and go oh that person is terrible and how can they think that just you know try and take a step back and not let those things affect you because then if you do, you start to go into that space of like hate and anger and frustration and you don't come from a place of compassion and kindness. So start to have more of that and don't get sucked in to the debates and, and opinions that don't matter to you. Because I, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people, um, and this is even before 2020, but I think 2020 highlighted it, is that, you know, everyone has an opinion on something that doesn't affect them and or they don't care but then they create such anger and frustration within themselves or the people around them and that in itself is not what spirit wants people to do like you can have your opinion and you know you may not like someone else's opinion but that doesn't mean that you now create an energy that isn't you know um beneficial for you because the whole day you sit there going oh I hate that person and you get anxious and then you don't know what's triggered you and it's like well hang on a moment you just spent all morning hating on someone that you don't even know yeah totally it's like instead of like debating all the different elements like why don't you just do you and what feels right give that a go and then see where it leads you as opposed to having to justify everything correct yeah so funny so funny and I think like that has been that's been really really important I, I feel like something that's been coming up a lot and people have been talking about a lot and wanting advice on a lot is as we're kind of going through that transitioning and maybe it's ascension, maybe it's elevation, maybe it's just a shift within ourselves and however people want to identify it, but it's that opening up, right? Um, it's a different sense of self and how I notice something that's been coming up a lot in 2020 is because there's been so much um, access to negativity in a way, mm -hmm. um, you know, people who are trying to really elevate their energy or stay positive or look at things from a place of kindness, compassion, as opposed to judgment and, and um, 
you know, and shame and all those things. You know, it's almost like you're having, you're required to, I guess, filter that out mm-hmm. and not to be, okay, sometimes we can't help we're exposed to it, but not to react. Um, and I really think it's like 2020 has called us to, to just um, observe as opposed to respond all the time and really concentrating on holding the space within ourselves as opposed to trying to change people around us. Exactly. And even um, whinging or like, you know, like just constantly talking about the same topic. So like a lot of people be, they may not have actioned their, their negativity to the person that they, or the, the issue that they read or saw that made them frustrated, but then they'll go to their friends and the family and they'll tell the same story about, you know, I can't believe this person said that. And did you see this on, on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And it just snowballs and it becomes like just this constant, like whiningness about that when it doesn't need to be. So, you know, spirits even talking about that, like, you know, don't, don't give things that are power, energy and power hundred percent because you know, you might sit there and go, oh, but it's frustrating. I need to talk. Like, okay, talk, say it once and, or, you know, write it down as to why it's frustrating you. But, you know, that person who said it or that situation that happened, that's done and dusted. That's in the past. If you're keep, if you keep bringing or hashing it up, it's the, you're, you're allowing yourself to step back into the energy and nobody else is there except you. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Oh, so important. So important. And so how can we start to prepare ourselves for 2021? Because at the time we're recording this, like it's early to mid-December, you know, it's it's that, it might be the rush of Christmas. It might be that kind of end of the year social things that people are doing. Um, how can we start to prepare ourselves mm-hmm. for maybe the themes that are coming up in 2021 while still kind of like integrating those lessons from 2020. Definitely. I feel like vision boards are a massive key. So if you're not into vision boards where you, you know, you cut out magazine, you know, pictures or whatever, then um, still have a vision board, but write words down or you can draw things. So I think it's important that um, to prepare yourself for 2021 is you you write on your vision board and I feel like you need to kind of separate it. And I'm just going to use the word vision board, but um, anyone who's listening, you can, you can do it in a journal. You can do it however you want to do it, but your vision board should actually have 2020 and the word past, if you want, however you're wanting to word it, but still keep it a positive word. Don't keep it negative. And then um, a bigger space for, for 2021, because it's important that this vision board um, shows you that you are learning Right. So because a lot of people go, I want to manifest and here's my vision board and this is what I want for the next year. But they never put in there what they've learned or what lessons they're carrying with them in 2021. Yeah. And then sometimes they sit there and go, why didn't this happen? It's like, well, hang on a moment. Have you have you done the work from over here? And the answer is no. So it's important that the vision board um, has like a third of 2020 um, and you can list down all the lessons that you um, feel that you need to work on, whether it's a trauma, and you can just write, you know, if it's if there's trauma about your mum, you write mum, right? So it's it's your um, reference point. Mm. Um, you kind of do that there, so you understand what you're now going to take into 2021 that needs to be healed. And by doing that, you're going, what do I now need to be more self-aware of? How do I look at 2020 with compassion and kindness on these aspects? And then you can create your 2021 vision board. 
Mm, I love that. Oh, that is so good. That's really, really beautiful because I think that's so important because sometimes even just like reminding ourselves mm. of those lessons, but then yeah. also just also it's a beautiful thing to remind ourselves of the healing that we have done around those areas. A hundred percent. And it just, it kind of lets you go, oh, you know, I'm, I'm still wanting this like house over here. And then you go, so what, what hasn't transpired? And when you look at what's sitting in your column of 2020, you go, so what, what's, what's the thing that holds me back? And, you know, just ask spirit questions because we're moving into an energy that's more aware and more people are going to be, have these psychic gifts and become more intuitive and, you know, um, have a lot more clarity. So, you know, use that energy that you're, we're going to be transported into by asking those questions. Like, you know, so why is this house not happening for me? Where is it in this column that I can't see, um, you know, my block and you'll be guided, you'll be directed. And it might even be something that you, you didn't put in that part that you're like, Oh my God, I forgot that. And then you quickly write it in and you go now, now I'm moving the blocks out of the way in order to achieve this home or things like that. And I really feel like the vision board needs to, to be um, realistic in what you feel that you can achieve in that 12 month period. Um, and then also have like your futuristic goals. So, you know, um, this is, this is what I, this is what I want to have and realistically what I can actually um, bring to the forefront in 12 months based on other commitments that I have. Yeah. Um, and also have like, a you know, just kind of scattered around um, like uh, visual points to be, you know what, but if I could get through everything, what would be my, my, your cherry on the cake what would be the cream and you have those points there because what happens is your brain goes this is what I've, I've healed and this is what I need to um, make sure I carry through in 2021 in your 2020 column this is what I, I likely can achieve without putting such massive pressure on yourself and then these are the bonuses so if I reach a bonus it's like boom like finally I've I've overachieved something so it's like you're setting yourself up with things that um, almost like give you a nice pat on the back to be like, you know what, you're working through stuff, you've achieved start some stuff and you can see the road ahead for the things that are, um, you know, things that you're going to go, this is amazing. This is kind of like I've, I've made it, whatever that might be. So it might even be a brand new car for all I know. Do you know what I mean? So it's- mm, Love it. That's so what, beautiful. It's yeah. like a gold star. <laughs> And so if people can start to do that now, and it might even be that they do write it in a journal to start with, right, in, uh, you know, on, on three separate pages or whatever, and then they put it on a vision board. So it's really important that they, you see it, right? Yes. That, that, people that, can even do it on Canva if they don't want to get, you know, fiddly with all the yeah. magazines and stuff. 100%. Whatever works for them, it's just, you know, have your draft, do your little timeline, all that type of stuff, put it all down. And then create because it's a it's a it's a year of creation as well. And um, I think if people can have the idea in place before the twenty first of December, um, and then once once the twenty first of December has come and gone, then start to put the vision board in place if that makes sense. So whether it is on Canva or whether it is on Canvas, um, however you're going to do it, just get the ball rolling in your head jotting down ideas now but after the 21st of December use the energy of the massive shift that is coming for the world um, to start to put it in place because you'll probably find that when you're 
physically putting it in place, whether it's on computer or um, in person, um, you will most likely change a few things, or you may feel that you have, um, you're no longer carrying that burden that you have cleared it. So it's really important that you do something now, like journaling, and then you begin the process after the 21st December, because a big shift that's happening um, will allow you to see things for what they really are. Mm, oh, so good. <laughs> so good, Julie. I love all of that. Thank you so much for sharing this beautiful energy update and the predictions and all your wisdom and even just like the, the practical things we can do to start to expand and integrate what we've learned. Um, and I think that's such an important theme with this conversation as well. It's like the integration. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and all your knowledge. This is amazing. And I'm definitely going to do that um, vision board exercise with those three different sections and I'll report back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And the other thing is like drink a lot more water. I don't know why it's just come up. Mm. So um, yeah. it's important that people hydrate. So there's a, with the shifts that are taking place and I'm, this is kind of what spirit's saying to me. Um, and because we are made up of water and we're, we are connected to the earth, which has a lot of water. Um, it's important that we, um, you know, drink at least the recommended amount. So for those who are listening, who know what I'm talking about, this is going to ring very, very true for you that water does not equate to herbal teas and coffees and mm. drinks. So, um, yeah, Spirit's just saying you, we, we as human beings, in order to um, help ourselves to feel better, uh, water is going to be key. And so you'll probably find that um, as we move into 2021, water is going to be um, a key element for people. So you'll hear it. You'll, you'll hear it on the news. You'll, there'll be something about water in 2021 that's super important. You'll probably go to healers and they'll they'll talk about your water consumption. Anything to do with linking to the element of water is going to be huge. Wow. How beautiful. And I just took a gulp of water as you said that. I'm like, there's a Good. reminder. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Thank you so much for being here on the show, Julie. That was awesome. And we can't wait to have you on the show in the future. Thanks yes, so thank much. Beautiful. So much so wonderful being here thank you so much my absolute pleasure if you're vibing this show please leave us a review we would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow make sure you follow us on instagram at fierce female co and don't forget to share this episode podcast on your instagram story tag us and share your top takeaway I would love to know what you got out of the show and this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness and we'll see you soon.